Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, joined as always by the man, the myth, the legend, number 41 on the field, but number one in your heart, Chargers fullback Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how are we doing today, my man? Doing great, my brother. I'm actually feeling legendary. <laughs> you're you're always feeling legendary. Suns out, guns out. That's that's your motto, isn't it? <laughs> Lorenzo, suns out, guns out, Neil. I love I love it. I think I, I think we should put that on a shirt for you. That one would just that would just be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Well, I'm excited, man. Excited about you know some mini camps. Excited about the rookie class. Excited about you know so many different things that's been going on in the football world. Aaron Rodgers rocked our world right before the draft, Fernando. Also, God, you know, last, I know we're going to get into that without a doubt, Tim Tebow, what's going on and how's people coming at Tim Tebow. We got a great, great, great show, man. So I'm excited about it today. 100%, Lorenzo. I mean, let's just get started there. I mean, it's been incredible the way Tim Tebow captured the eyes of everybody back in 2000. I mean, ever since he was at Florida, when he won the two national championships, then he goes and, and gets drafted by the Broncos, uh, wins a playoff game for them playing against Pittsburgh. We all know Pittsburgh's not an easy team to to beat in the playoffs. And now uh, Tim Tebow stepped away, started doing um, the SEC Network, started doing minor league baseball stuff. But now he's back in the news because he signed a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars to play tight end. Lorenzo, just everybody has an opinion on this, whether it's ex-players, current players Devin Bush from the Pittsburgh Steelers said he can't believe that uh Tim Tebow got an opportunity before Colin Kaepernick did and that's been a huge a huge thing going on right now in social media how did he get a job but Colin Kaepernick didn't um so now it's basically what everybody has an opinion on this what is yours Lorenzo what how have you felt about this whole Tim Tebow situation uh, it, it's crazy, Fernando, when you ask me that because I, I'm in a I'm in a place where I can't believe what's going on. I, I can't believe the hypocrisy that we're seeing right before our eyes. I can't I can't believe that the world we live in just we, we, we all need to wake up. This is that wake up moment. And follow me here. You're and everyone now, you put a name with the race. You put a name with what the NFL is doing. Think about what they're doing. Think about when you think about how right now Tim Tebow's being talked about, acting like guys want to get Tim Tebow. When Tim Tebow's a good guy, he's supposed to be a Christian, unbelievable guy, helps people out no matter what color. Think about the man. Think about the man. And yes, is it racism? Yes. Should he have gotten Colin Chapman? He got a chance before Tebow? Yeah, I understand all of that. I understand all that. Yes, all those are facts. But look at where we're at as a country and as a place. Well, think about what the root and the core, and we're seeing something, and we're going after a man. And because of what, because of where the world's at today, and look what it's doing. It's feeding a fire, and it's a terrible fire. And we as Americans are better than that. Stop feeding this fire. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, and definitely, Lorenzo, what you're saying is 100% correct. I understand the whole narrative of Colin Kaepernick. Obviously, he should have gotten another chance to play quarterback, 
there's some things that happened there where there was a workout in Atlanta. He ended up moving it to high school. There was no media there. Obviously, there's a lot of different things that happened there. But when it comes to Tim Tebow, I mean, Tim Tebow's doing what teams asked him to do back in 2013, move over to tight end. He didn't want to do it then. He's doing it now. Um, it it seems to me, and I, I, remember, I remember some of when he played at Florida. I remember. I don't think he's going to play tight end, to be honest, Lorenzo. I think they're going to use him as more of an H-back. The way, I don't know if you remember, they used him his rookie, his freshman year at Florida to win that national championship. They used him more at H-back and stuff like that. So I just don't know where, how they're going to use him. I hope he's not throwing the ball because that's Trevor Lawrence. There's a reason why they drafted him first overall. But it's going to get very interesting, I think, when Tim Tebow steps out onto that field because to me, Lorenzo, He's making it. He's making that team. There's no way he's not making that team. I don't know what, how you see it, but I see it as Tim Tebow will be making this team, this squad. He'll probably be the third tight end. But do you feel like he could bring something to to Jacksonville? No, I, I think I think I think he, I think if you give him an opportunity, yeah, he could make a player here and there. But is he is he at the lead of this game where other guys should be given that opportunity? No question. I think it's wrong. And I think it's wrong, and I think and, and I think that's where you see a lot of the masses saying, "Hey, look, this guy is going. You're putting him at a position that he didn't play. You're taking a, you're, you're taking two guys that played a position, and one of them did go to a Super Bowl, even though they lost. Still had had an ability. And, and no, don't give him a chance. So I can see the narrative. Trust me, and you have to look at it as that. So. I totally understand that. But, yeah, I don't think – yeah, I think he makes this team. But think about what that says. And is it right? And that's where – that's where I – that's where I, I, I think that that's the – that's – it could have been a different guy. You, you see what I'm saying? You could you can go – and this is one of those moments that – aha moments where it's like, okay, you can go and go get a guy that doesn't have a name and that guy sneaks through and you put him on your team and he makes it. Okay, cool. And then people say, man, you don't it's, – it's not a name – that you can put attachment to to cause more divide. You understand what I'm saying? Think about it. Because no, now you can be like, Tim Tebow, God, you see, it's, it's causing this huge divide because it's Tim Tebow. And if you're right, you're absolutely right. And it's and that's why the disparity is so great because at least Colin Kaepernick did play a, a, play a position. You're not asking him. You're taking a guy in a position he didn't play and trying to teach him how to play that position. So I do totally understand. So I don't think he can bring a lot of value to the team. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that this is, I mean, he's been, what, nine years removed from the NFL, so it, it is going to cost him an arm and a leg. In my opinion, I thought that the Jaguars were trying to set out a filler, a feeler. Like, when they announced that they could possibly be, be bringing in Tim Tebow, I thought they did it to see how the, the public would react. So I didn't think they were going to sign him. I thought, oh, they just threw it out there to maybe see what's up or whatever. But then they end up signing him, and I'm kind of like, do you guys not understand the temper, like what's going on in the room? Like, you right. know, I mean, to me, the two most con not controversial, but the two guys that have really opened people's eyes and get people into a debate are Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick. Those are the two names to me in the last 10 years that have really been like a fight can break out over either one of those two guys. And I mean, it, right. it, it's just, right. it's just interesting that, that the Jacksonville would do something like this, especially because, I mean, obviously, as Steve Weiss from the NFL Network said, 
no HB, uh, HBUs. Anybody was drafted uh, this year from the draft. He's like, why wouldn't one of these teams just grab one of those kids, put a tight end or something, bring them onto the Jacksonville Jaguars and develop and have them, uh, and have them develop? When in turn, what they're doing is taking a 33-year-old baseball player, basically, because he hasn't played in the NFL in a long time. They're taking a 33-year-old baseball and TV analyst, and they're bringing him in to be a tight end. That's going to be difficult. 33, his body ain't used to taking hits. He's probably going to get hurt. When you ain't played football, that's the difference, Fernando. When you ain't played football, it's it's totally different, bro, because now you got to realize, now you're getting hit. You know, you don't have pads on. So you got to realize for eight years, when you're in training camp each year, your body, you get those calluses, you start getting stronger. The bones are used to it. So that's you're only six, three, four months off and you're back in pads, but you're back at OTAs using drumming the joints, back grabbing, being physical a couple weeks later. So now you ain't did that in eight years. You now you're going to start bones. Are, they're, they're, they're brittle. It's different. It's a different type of uh, t- toughness. So I, I, I don't I think this is a horrible move and not just, you know, not, not, not because it's Tim. I think one because just the name itself, but it's just a horrible move because he's not ready. He hasn't played in eight years. His body's not ready to go out there and take that type of punishment in eight years. And also, there should have been a lot of those young kids, those H backs, like you're talking about, that were that, that wanted to come in and play football. You're taking away their opportunities. I think that this is a huge mistake by the NFL allowing this happen. And it's a huge lightning rod. It's a huge talking point for Colin, you know, for us to talk about. But it's a huge divider for this country that's already need a lot of healing. There's a, uh, I think SI reported that the Jaguars locker room is split by this signing. That some of them are okay with it. The other half are like, what the hell's going on? So I can understand how that, I mean, if that's only happening in the locker room, can you imagine elsewhere? I mean, Devin Bush from the Pittsburgh Steelers tweeted out, how is he going to get signed before Colin Kaepernick? I can't wait till we play Jacksonville this year, man. I'm telling you, if a guy like like okay, they're they're in the division with um with the Indianapolis Colts. What's going to happen when Darius Leonard comes straight at uh, Trevor Lawrence, and there's only him against Tim Tebow, and the winner is going to be able to like either Trevor Lawrence is going to get the pass off or he's going to get sacked. Man, my money's on Darius uh, Darius Leonard to sack Lawrence because yeah. he's going to go right through Tim Tebow. I mean, Tim Tebow's never blocked. I mean, when's the last time he blocked? Probably what when he was an age back for Florida back in two thousand eight. I mean, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough deal. But man, I, I I honestly I I was questioning the decision. Like I said, I thought it was a fill a feeler. Like, hey, how would fans react to this? I didn't think, but I mean, Urban Meyer's been one of those guys that really goes out there and he he does the un- unpredictable. I mean, he'll do stuff that'll make people talk. Man, if if there was one thing that he could have done to really get people back and forth, it's it's the signing of Tim Tebow. Yeah, and I yeah, and I and I understand that you know his coach and all you know you know you look at it. Hey, you know Urban Meyer wants to bring him in. I get it, but I'm just telling you, it's a, it's just a, it's a. It, it's a tough look. I understand why that locker room could be divided and the ownership, you know, should probably, you know, did a better job of taking consideration how, what, how you're going to divide your team, you know, and have two parts of this locker room split like that. So this is, this is really, I'm telling you, bro, this is not getting the attention. I think that people aren't realizing how big and what, what kind of impact this can just have altogether. Um, you know, and the impacts that it's going to happen. You see all the tweets, like you said, 
all the guys that are responding in the NFL. A lot of the guys in the NFL, they are really, really, you know, disappointed and very, very angry. And uh, it's it's sad because now you got a good guy, a good man that's in cro- the crosshairs, and that's Tim Tebow. You got Tim Tebow in the crosshairs of really, really getting in a lot of, you know, like people hate him because of something that happened that he had no no control over. So that's the sad thing about this whole thing. Yeah, no, because, I mean, I met Tebow once when they were down here in uh, in San Diego when the Chargers, I think it was, they were playing the Jets, I believe. Maybe it was the Broncos. I can't remember which one, but I actually met him. Good, great guy. Um, he would thank you after you asked him. I mean, I remember I asked him a question, and he thanked me for asking it. And I just, I got kind of a kick out of it because I had never, like, I've never seen anything like that. But, um, but yeah, no, it, it's one of those things, like you said, Lorenzo, I mean, People are going to hate on this guy, and it sucks because he is a nice guy. He really um, – I've never seen him be in the media for anything negative. I mean, he's honestly been a stand-up citizen, and, I mean, people are going to take their shots at him, because, and not because of him. They're just frustrated at the whole situation of what's going on. But, um, but I really don't see how this ends nicely. I mean, if he makes a 53-man roster and he looks like tra- – like he looks bad in training camp – it's gonna get it'll probably get a little bit more serious down there in uh in jacksonville but um but like i said and like you've said trevor lawrence has to be your main i mean and that's the thing he's kind of taken away from trevor lawrence and kind of the excitement that people have towards jacksonville because they had the number one overall pick they brought in the quarterback they brought uh brought in running back travis etienne who was also with um also with trevor lawrence at clemson so now kind of the, the spotlight, instead of being on Trevor Lawrence, has now shifted over to Tim Tebow. So it's going to get very interesting. I mean, what, is Tim going to still have that SEC network job? Is like <laughs> it, It's going to – I mean, they allowed him to still it's, have that it, job it, when he was with the Mets. So, I mean, it's, it's going it, to get interesting. It's, 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 it really is crazy, though, when you think about it. You look at that and think about the perspective Man, just, that you're getting. Just Dude, take that well. cushy job. Right, right. Just say, and SEC Network, if you are listening, I am willing to take Tim Tebow's job. Yes, exactly. I'm sure my bro, my boy Lorenzo also would be uh, would love that that job. I mean, we'll definitely uh, just let us know where we can apply, and we'll definitely be down for that uh, for that cushy job. What do you think it is, Lorenzo? I mean, when you retired, was that it? Did you ever get the itch back? And I mean, you had a lengthy career where you accomplished so much. Tim Tebow only was uh only was allotted what five seasons maybe six, so do you feel like he felt that itch and that do you feel like he's felt it ever since that last time and he still has that because I mean why would you want to leave that SEC network job it's an awesome gig. Yeah, you look at it and you say, okay, he's got what did he he signed a minimum what with five hundred that well what did he sign yeah, for I don't some, know I think it's like the men of a veteran's minimum I don't think it's gonna be a big contract. Yeah, so you, you look at it two ways. Is it a situation with SEC? The job is maybe he's not going to be there long. If he can go out and get the minimum for a 10-year player, so I don't know what it is now. I think it's like 900000 950 but it may be he only got five credited seasons, so maybe like six 700000 So maybe he's looking at it saying, hey, look, if I can go make 700000 for one year, you know, and maybe in the SEC, maybe he's making, you know, so that's three years or four years worth of salary. Maybe he's looking at it like that, or maybe he's looking at it, you know, maybe think about going to the coaching. Maybe Urban Meyer said, hey, look, you know, I'm going to be a coach after that. But um, it's just, it's really weird because you're 33, 
You haven't played eight years, especially now you're going to play tight end, change position as well. You haven't been taking any hits, haven't touched the football, haven't did any of those things. uh, So I think this is a very, very weird uh, situation. And it's just, I think it's a recipe for this. I really do. And I understand, Tebow, take the money. I mean, someone called me. Yeah, I'll go out there for one play to go get a million bucks. I'll go out there for one play and go get hurt. I mean, heck, wouldn't you? But so, but my, my, my point is, though, don't, people can't, shouldn't just hate on Tim Tebow. You understand? Yeah. He, he's not, he's not the problem. He's, he's not the problem. He just be this, the guy that the system, you know, is using. And Urban Meyer might just say, look, I want, I just like the kid. I like him. It could be just a personal thing that he's doing, but just because the worst, the this, the saddest part about this all is because the state of the the state of the world and the state of the country, that's what makes this the worst. If this was just back in, the, no one would say anything. But you had two lightning rod, two lightning rod players that two polar polar opposite, like you said earlier, and now you look which one you decide to take. This is not good. It's not a good look for the league. I'm su- I'd be surprised. And now since we're talking this out a little bit m- longer, I don't think he's going to be on the team. I think Jacksonville will come out with apology. I think that something's going to happen. I-, I really do. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and like, I mean, both players, if we're being honest, had a chance to maybe go to the CFL, go to the AAF, the American American Association of Football or can't remember AAF. I mean, they both could have tried the XFL, but neither one of them did that. I mean, maybe because they were out of their price range or whatever. But still, I mean, neither player uh, had right. come back, and now all of a sudden, Tim Tebow's able to come back. Well, what is Colin Kaepernick going to try and come back as a running back or a receiver or right. something? I mean, that's, right, right. That's yeah. that's the craziness now, and I right. mean, I just don't see how Tim Tebow comes out of this winning. I mean. I, I and I hope that Tim Tebow comes out of this healthy because it, it's different. I mean, it's different when you sw- when you go from quarterback where you take some of these hits and you're on the ground and it's like, okay, you just took one hit like that. Imagine the guys in the trenches that take. I mean, I've seen offensive linemen years removed from playing and they're limping or they have canes and stuff like that. I mean, it's sad, but that's the reality of football. I mean, for offensive linemen, for other position players. Sometimes, I mean, it, it, you do get injured. And I mean, Tim is going to really find that out quickly, especially if some of these players really do, aren't going to like the situation and kind of go a little bit above and beyond. Um, like, I mean, and like I said, I'm hoping that he comes out of this healthy, but it, it's going to get a little bit. I mean, heck, maybe even players on his team during training camp try and take a shot here and be like, hey, welcome yeah. back to the NFL. I, I think, I, I think that. After, because coach will bring them in, and if that's where somebody with the cool head is going to have to go and talk to that team, and that's got to be—it's going to be some players in that locker room that's going to say, "Man, look!" After I think they talk to him and get to see Tebow, who he is as a person, I think it removes that because then people like they'll take it away and look at the individual. Think about what think about what will happen with the media, how they'll turn it. Think about what's going to happen if he makes the team, and some months later, what are they going to do? Why are they now put them guys on and have them? Hey, look. What'd you think? Man, I was so mad. He was, you know, white dude, court got brought in, cap was out there. But then after we got to see him and all, you, you, come on, you, can you see it now? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, 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 it sells papers. And, and, and that's the sad thing about it. The hypocrisy of this now that you, you see these things where you just, you just, you wish you're like, ah, just too soon, wrong yeah. move. 
understand, hey, take care, guys, coach. But just for the temperature, like you said earlier, take a temperature, take the temperature of the room. Yeah, exactly. But Lorenzo, right now I wanted to shift over to um to a little something where I I want to I want to I want you to uh, you, Lorenzo Neal, you're the next contestant on the Price Is Right. I want you to come up here. I want you to spin the wheel on where you would bet Aaron Rodgers is going to play next. So I got a place where you can place a bet like that, Lorenzo. But I want you to spin the wheel. Uh, so that you can take a guess of where you think Aaron Rodgers is going to play next. But if you want to make a bet on that, Lorenzo, I got a perfect place for you. And that oh, yeah? is, tell me all about it. You know How what about the, bet online? <laughs> I love it, Lorenzo. For, um, like we said, football's on its way back. It's coming up. It's it's getting closer and closer. I mean, the draft was just over. Now we're getting into uh, into camps and into um, mini camp and rookie camp and all this stuff. But the NBA is close to getting into the playoffs. Man, if you want to play some bets, you should go to betonline.ag. There, they have uh, BetOnline co- even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV for all you Bachelor and Bachelorette watchers. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real time odds on almost anything you can imagine. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. But, Lorenzo, I mean, I do want to talk a little Aaron Rodgers. It was reported by NFL Network's Ian Rappaport that they have made a significant, the Green Bay Packers have made a significant contract offer to Aaron Rodgers. Do you feel like that's what it was all about? Do you feel like it was all about the money and maybe Aaron? I think Aaron's going to take some time to maybe decide, kind of let it simmer a little bit. But, man, even Devontae Adams came out and said his receiver, if Aaron's not here, I'm going to have to rethink my future. And Devontae Adams is supposed to be a free agent after this year. So, yeah, I, I where's he from? He, uh, he's from Fresno. Yes, right, baby. You get he's it straight. Fresno. He went to my school. I told him, come to Fresno, baby. Devontae Adams, baby, Fresno, Fresno State's finest. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. I, 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 they have to add, give him a significant amount of money, and I don't think they can write a big enough check. I think Aaron Rodgers is at a point in time in his career that he can he can do without football. I think financially, all those. I think this is the principle. I don't think if the GM is not fired, I don't think Aaron Rodgers played. I think you look at it. I think that they. I think Denver. I think that you look at Denver, they passed on the quarterback. Think about what they did or how far they went before they got a guy really not happy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens with Aaron Rodgers in Denver. I would not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers possibly ended up in Denver. Yeah, no, definitely. It, it's going to be really interesting because really Green Bay, man, if you if you let go of Aaron Rodgers, you're possibly losing Devontae Adams and you're possibly losing some other player. I mean, literally, you've had this luxury for almost 30 years of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, you've gotten two Super Bowl rings out of it. It's one of those things that really makes you question, hey, this could be a domino effect. If you let Aaron walk or trade him, Devontae could be right close. And I mean, I've seen Devontae. I don't know if you uh, if you ever look at his, Insta- uh, his Twitter page, but he's been uh, saying, if Keenan Allen and I were on the same team, we would get 300 yards a game together. Now, the Chargers have a little bit of an interesting fact that next year, Mike Williams is a free agent. They're going to need another receiver. Devontae Adams back near Fresno with Keenan Allen, with Justin Herbert. Man, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to start a fire or anything, but if him and Keenan keep on tweeting this stuff out, a lot of people are going to keep on talking. 
Yeah, this could be a ripple effect. You're absolutely right. Keenan Allen and you're talking about Devontae Adams, Fresno State Finest. Those two receivers together. You just got to do that, don't you? You just got to rep. You got to rep. Yes. Yes. I got to represent because I'm, wouldn't you be unbelievable happy if you get, you got Keenan, now you got Devontae with that speed. I'm talking about two receivers that you can get the ball to. You got a quarterback of that stature that we have down there in Diego. I mean, down there in LA, how, how the big guy throws the gun, how he throws the ball over the place. So I think it could be, but that just goes to show you, you know, Green Bay, this Aaron Rodgers debacle has really got that team fragile. No, definitely. And it's like, okay, I understand. Like I, Green Bay a couple of weeks ago put, throws a report out there. Oh, hey, we try to trade up to get Justin Jefferson. Okay, well, what good does that do you now? Like, okay, you tried to trade up for him a year ago, but you still got a quarterback. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, you got a quarterback you knew it would – and you know what's funny, or well, not funny, but Aaron Rodgers that day was on the Pat McAfee show doing uh, – they were doing their draft stuff. And then, obviously, he leaves at one point, and they draft a quarterback, and you could tell that, like, A.J. Hawk, who's his former teammate, was like, oh, crap. And then you see Pat, who knows Aaron Rodgers, and he's like, oh, shoot, like, what is going on? And you knew right away it was going to piss off Aaron Rodgers. And I kind of feel like, in a sense, Lorenzo, they did it on purpose. I mean, yes, you want to be protected for the future, just in case if you don't have, like, if Aaron gets hurt or if Aaron decides to retire or whatever. But, man, you don't do that without even talking to him first. I mean, and I understand organizations don't have to do that. It's just a courtesy, man. I mean, the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers have only had Tom Brady for one year. Granted, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl in their first season, but they even reached out to him and told him, hey, we're going to take Kyle uh, Trask from uh, Florida with our second round pick. And Tom's like, oh, yeah, cool. Don't worry about it. I mean, obviously, Tom doesn't see him as a uh, as a, a threat, as an adversary or as a threat. Well, I mean, I'm sure Jordan or Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have seen Jordan Love as a threat if the Packers would have told him, hey. We're going to go get this guy. But the, the, here's the big difference. Tampa Bay's coming off of a Super Bowl. The Packers haven't won one since 2011. The receiver group is Devontae Adams, and then there's a fat gap in between the next guy who's good. Free agents don't go to Green Bay, Lorenzo. Guys don't go there. I mean, guys get drafted there, and then sometimes they leave and go somewhere else. But guys don't want to go there in free agency. So it's, I, I don't know. And No, you do know. You're spot on. You think about the – you look about what how this – how this is all taking place. Aaron Rodgers was a, when we look at Aaron Rodgers, you think about the situation where he was in. What was bigger, going to Green Bay or Aaron Rodgers falling to that late in the draft? Falling that late in the draft. Thank you. Every, yeah. no one, and, and who was the quarterback in Green Bay? Red Favre. Think about that. But look how the narrative was, everyone thought Aaron Rodgers should have been a top five, top 10 quarterback taken and end up sliding all that way. The whole draft, Aaron Rodgers there, thinking he's going to get drafted. They kept panning to him. This was the whole thing. No one talked about, oh, because he's just going to Green Bay, all those things. So you got to realize Aaron Rodgers went to a situation where he slipped so far that Green Bay said, here's a guy that we know is a top five talent. We're getting a steal. So we're going to take this guy. That is a total different situation than what happened when, when Green Bay decided to take the backup quarterback. They went yeah. to a guy that wasn't a reach, wasn't going to be necessary, wasn't a guy that was scheduled to go, you know, first high, first round. That was a top five talent. That didn't happen. 
So you can't stomach it. So you got to realize that's the difference. That's the difference. That'd be like a Trevor Lawrence falling all the way to, you know, to Ward's hat and then Green Bay took him. Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, you got to dig him. That's a different situation. That's why Aaron is so hot and disappointed and, and, and disappointed in the organization and all the different things that's going around surrounding him. Yeah. It's horrible. No, definitely, Lorenzo. And I mean, lastly, before I let you go out of here, I mean, we were going to talk about this different topic, but I, I'm going to hit you with something new. The schedule comes out tomorrow, Lorenzo. Yeah. I know you're hyped. I know you're I, hyped. So I'm so weak. I'm so weak right now. I cannot wait. You and I, we're going to have a great show because we get to go through game by game, win, loss, early predictions, you and I, head to head. Oh, and we can go and bet online and go see all about that too. Oh, 100%. So, uh, I, <laughs> so I can't wait till the schedule comes out for you and I and go down the memory lane and go, you know, right now as the roster stand now, and then we'll do one after training camp and then we'll do one for the start of the year. So what did we what, what did we learn? So we can do that. That's where we're at. I can't wait. This week will be the first one. I'm with you, Lorenzo. I got a little inside scoop for you, though. Uh, according to Danny Parkins, he is uh, he has a show called uh, Parkins and Spiegel uh, in Chicago on 67 or 670 The Score in Chicago. He's tweeted out that the Bears will open up their first weekend, opening weekend at the LA Rams on Sunday Night Football. So possibly Justin Fields. Could be going up against Matthew Stafford on Sunday night football. Um, the Bears will be coming to the Rams, according to him. So that means the Chargers will open up weekend one on the road. Um, that's that's a pretty good matchup, Lorenzo. I mean, if we're getting Bears and, and Rams, I, at first I thought about it and I'm like, why w- the hell would I want to want to why would I want to watch that? But then I thought to myself, wait, it could be Justin Fields starting at quarterback. It's not Mitchell Trubisky. Lord willing, it's not Andy Dalton. I hope it's Justin Fields starting that weekend so that we can get Matthew Stafford against Justin Fields and you kind of get that match. A little bit of magic. It'll Maybe be Aaron Donald, Aaron and Donald and Jalen Ramsey against uh Justin Fields. Man, that'll be exciting. It will be very exciting because now you got that quarterback that's going to be able to, to do some things with his leg from the pocket that can do some, make some magic happen with his legs. And then you got Stafford, traditional, you know, guy in the pocket who's stolen for, you know, freaking over 10,000 yards. The guy's been pretty amazing his career already. Um, So I I can't wait. I think that's going to be a great matchup. You think about these two teams, Chicago defense, known for its defense, the Rams. I think this could be an instant classic, man. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, it's, that'll be a fun matchup. The area of concern that I have when it comes to the Rams, because the Rams, everybody sees them at Super Bowl contenders. Man, I wonder if Matthew Stafford is enough to take that team over. Because, I mean, they've lost a lot of pieces on defense as well. Um, so it'll be the first opportunity to see Matthew Stafford with that team. The the defense, I mean, will it be the same even with losing Troy Hill, John Johnson, losing some of these guys? Will they still be the same? That's going to be our first opportunity to see it. I mean, honestly... We now know, I mean, if this rumor is right, that um, that the Chargers will start off on the road. Uh, according to um, to multiple sources, tomorrow morning we should have a better – the schedule doesn't come out until 5 o'clock tomorrow uh, Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern. So according to some reports, uh, eight, that we'll know the whole slate of the opening weekend lineup 
by um by the morning so we should have a better idea in the morning of where each team will match up who's gonna who the charger gonna face week one man if i had a if i had a bet lorenzo if i if i could if i could see one matchup on monday night football to open the season i'd love to see justin herbert in kansas city against patrick mahomes on monday night football man that's a that's a matchup right there let me tell you something sure as monday come after sunday that's gonna happen you like it you want it from the land beyond beyond from the world past hope and fear boom i just made it appear buddy i just claimed it that's gonna happen who can't wait to see the chargers and freaking kansas city the two young stoggies the two great core young quarterbacks i think it's gonna happen you just that you just did it i did my little hokey focus that would be an awesome monday night matchup man it would be and now this is my question lorenzo opening night is thursday and just real quick Opening night is going to be Thursday night, and you know it's the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady will open it up. Here's their home schedule, Lorenzo. They face the Cowboys, the Giants, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the New Orleans Saints, obviously the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Bears. Obviously, the Bears is knocked out because, uh, according to reports, they'll be playing on Sunday night football against the, the Rams. Man, I like either that Buffalo matchup or I like that Miami matchup as the opening with Tua against Tom Brady. Tua didn't get to play Tom Brady in the AFC West, but hey, buddy, you get to play him on Thursday night football. That'd be a great matchup. And then Josh Allen versus Tom Brady. That'd be another great matchup for opening for that Thursday night game. Yeah, I like that one because that's that that's that drag down, snocker, knocking, you know, knocker, slobber, knocker, where they're going to be throwing some heavyweight blows. I do like that matchup. That would be great. And then a matchup that I'd like to see is two great guys get it on, too. You can't get along, and I like to see them take it by air. One and by land, two if by sea. On the opposite shore would be, hey, that's all. Listen, my children, you should hear of the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. That's what I'd like to see. And that's that aerial game. Those two quarterbacks, you know it, Tom Brady and none other. When you think about Matty Ice, you look at that matchup Thursday night. Two quarterbacks that are legendary, two two guys that are going to be Hall of Famers. You know that. Why not have a boy? You just know that that thing's going to be by – that's not going to be by land, but that's going to be by air, and they're going to let yeah. it go. So I'd like to see that one too. Man, Kyle Pitts has started all off on Thursday Night Football. That'd be awesome. But, Lorenzo, I got to get you out of here because if not, uh, the missus won't be happy. So uh, anything else you want to say to the listeners before you head out? You know what? I love it. Love you. Have a great show, man. This has been good. It's great. Uh, you know what? Just want more love. Keep spreading love, people. Keep spreading the love. Don't let all these distractions, you know, take your take your eyes off the goal and the, the prize. And that's all of us, our Americans, all of us should want to get along and love each other and make this world a better place. I can't I couldn't have said it better myself, Lorenzo. So thank you guys. We'll have some more fun coming up soon. But for right now, thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.